0: Six Pack Double feature presents Pick Six, where the guides give you a top five list and then add one more. Fight scenes, chases, Desert Island movies, it's all there! And of course, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. Yeah, we'll just play it and we'll see. I have a feeling that you may have. There's gonna be, let's <clears throat> see. I predict
1: that while there's a lot of time travel movies, there's a ton of time travel movies that I have never seen that I don't care about (laughs) i think it's safe to say
0: that these we are recording i I think it's safe to say that these six time travel movies that i talk about are the only six time travel movies (laughs) ever that being said six pack double feature it's uh pick six i'm travis i'm nathan and he's nathan and i'm travis and i'm glad now that we've gotten the formalities out of the way cleared that up i've won the coin toss Nathan always wins the coin toss. I know it's horrible. Today it's time travel movies. <laughs> Top six. Your our pick six time travel movies. Nathan fired up.
1: Um, my number six, and I, I'm almost regretting picking this because I don't know what I may want to use it for something else. But uh, Terminator Two. Ooh, Judgment you know
0: path. what? I didn't do a Terminator.
1: Because, I mean, it involves time travel, but it's just... both All the Terminators. No, they all involve time travel, but it's just once, you know? It's, <laughs> it's not any back and forths at all, because some movies include that.
0: That's true. That's, and
1: so, yeah, I mean... No, I'll give you that, because it doesn't, doesn't... It's just a brilliant concept, man, where, you know, after AI reaches full consciousness, they decide, hey, we hate this dude who's in charge of the Resistance, and we're going to send someone back to kill his mother. That doesn't work quite as well, so let's jump to the second movie. Alexa, like, send let's... this robot back send to 1984
0: this... and kill my mom.
1: <laughs> update report. That is update report. This did not work. Siri, yes. <laughs> send it one back again, <laughs> except the 1991, and kill John Connor instead. <laughs> kill my son. You got it. <laughs> I'm just... Uh... It's just a brilliant kind of concept, and while the original film has its own merits, it's really the second film that truly fires on on all of its cylinders. You know,
0: so that's that's the case with a lot of those um, those style of movies. Because while I agree with you, the Terminator is its own standalone sort of. Um, Siri thought so. <laughs> Sorry, my idiot friend is trying to send. I thought I had my. Uh, he's not. You're not an idiot, Brock. I love you, buddy. Well, Terminator Two is a great standalone sci-fi movie. It's kind of yeah. like The Godfather is a great standalone family movie. The second one really hits its stride. Yeah, and just really kind of. Terminator One, Terminator is world building and character introducing, but and with Terminator it, Two, it shows you kind of how deep yeah. the rabbit hole goes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like season two of Lost. Yeah. You were talking about Terminator uh, only time traveling one time. Yeah. Um, my number six pick: they only time travel twice, and my number six is Star Trek IV. Oh, the I Home.
1: almost picked. There was two different time travels or with has, Star Trek. I almost picked um, First Contact.
0: Oh man, I didn't even think of First Contact. <laughs> First Contact I is great thought, too. Yeah, I went. I
1: went, it, I went a little while, and I was like, man, I have not watched that long, just long enough that. Four popped up in my head when doing these, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do four. And then when I was just kind of researching some more time travel movies, I'm like, oh, that's right. First Contact. Because First Contact the, is yeah. great.
0: Star Trek four, if you don't know, it's often called the one with the whales. Because it's when they go back to 1984 yeah. to save money on the sci-fi... Uh, they go to San Diego. Yeah. Uh, uh, Frisco. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah. right. San Francisco. They right. go um, back in time, essentially... Um, to save money on special effects. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, but it's a cautionary tale. It's the fourth it, it, it's the fourth film and it's the third
1: film in that story arc that starts yes. with two yes. that finishes at 4 that you realize that they should have stopped there. <laughs> yeah. We know that Spock died and then he comes back and he's and sort of stupid. And they get rid of I can't
0: yeah, it's. I've got, I've, I've got the whole. It's the original. Yeah. Uh, sextology, sextilogy, whatever. On Sex that, something. All six of the original Star Trek movies. Um, I'll let you borrow them.
1: That's all right. I don't need but to they, watch yeah, they one. But go one they, and they, five. I've seen once, and I don't need to see it again. Star Trek five. Is I have so two. Good. Look, I have two, three, four, and six.
0: <laughs> We won't get into. I Star have Trek.
1: incomplete. I have an incomplete set, and does it bother you that I do? No,
0: no, you're missing out on some. good. Everyone
1: tells me it, one Trek. is not worth it. One and, is not worth it. And I've seen five, but it's been so long, and that's the one where that's the one where Shatner says, "I got to direct a movie," and they're like, "We'll give you this one." <laughs> what
0: do you <laughs> want? <laughs> Bill, what do you want to do with it? I want to meet God. <laughs> <clears throat> Bill, you're an atheist. I know. I want to meet God. Um, so yeah, Star Trek four. That's my number six.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm wondering if you've ever heard of my number five. You may. You may not have. I don't know. It's uh, written and directed by the same guy who wrote Star Trek uh, to The Wrath of Khan. Nicholas. And it's called uh, Time After Time. It's with Malcolm McDowell. Uh, it's for a very brief time. I was utterly fascinated by Jack the Ripper and the fascination only took hold after seeing this movie. Oh. Malcolm McDowell plays H.G. Wells, who pursues Jack the Ripper into the 20th century, and it was my first foray into time travel as a plot device. Written and directed, like I put down here, Nicholas Meyer, who did... He did Star Trek IV as well. But I'm not sure how much of it holds up now. It's probably been 15 to 20 years since I've seen it, but I loved it when I was a kid. And... (laughs) I love that concept. And I couldn't remember until I had to kind of go over a brief synopsis going, well, how in the hell did they end up in San Francisco in like uh, 1979?
0: What year did this century, come out? 1979. 79. Okay. Yeah. What well, the one I was thinking of had, it's not on my list, it's Christopher Reeve with Jane Seymour. I
1: almost put that in my list. At Some, in, somewhere in time. Somewhere in
0: time. Okay. I God. almost put that in here. Depressing and I ass me. movie. Okay. I, I've been trying to wait for you to give me something that I can segue into my number <laughs> five McDonald's? with. McDonald's? McDonald's is that segue and it's, holy God, is it obscure? So hang on to your ass. Um, my number five time travel movie is Woody Allen's Sleeper.
1: Oh my God. I haven't seen that in forever.
0: Um and I, uh, where does McDonald's come into that? Well, there's McDonald's in it, as in his quasi-dystopian future. It's they have he he makes a joke of the uh it's a sight gag of the hundred million served or whatever, and it's just like this inordinate amount of zeros. It's it's the time travel in the sense that he goes to sleep, hence the title, and time travels around him he just waits through it but it's a very woody allen it's one it's like his last wacky film it's like early 70s right 73 okay uh it's his last wacky slapsticky film before he started making things like annie hall and manhattan and the things he's more known for but it's uh it's still very much got his sensibility everything you want to know about sex and we're afraid to ask yeah Yeah. was around that same time okay yeah that that era of woody allen it is easily one of my Top ten favorite movies ever. It's just so stupid. Is that the imagery of his poster or something with a light bulb in his mouth or
1: something like that? Or doesn't is, he like? He he
0: has a little. Uh, he pretends to be an like automaton an, in it, and he's like got a, like a little an android or something. A little plug in his okay, mouth. Yeah, like it was supposed to be a speaker, but he okay. puts this little plug in his mouth, and yeah, that's that's on the. Uh, I can let you borrow that too if you'd like. <laughs> the sleeper by Woody Allen, 1973. That's my number five. Okay, so number four is a clip. They and it goes a little something like this. Socrates. Hey, we know that name. Yeah, hey, look him up. Oh, it's under Socrates. Oh yeah.
1: Socrates, the only true wisdom consists in knowing that you know nothing. That's us, dude. Oh yeah. Let's
0: bag them. Yeah. (laughs) Saint Demon's football
1: rules.
0: (laughs) You picked my number three. Yeah,
1: I I had a feeling that we'll probably there's going to be a couple repeats in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bill and Ted go. It's just a wonderfully novel concept of two high school morons, you know, who are horribly who are horrible at their studies, and their you know, and their band. Yeah, and and their their band and their musicianship, and the fact that. What the only thing that I don't understand about it is if everything is happening as it is, why do they have to come in to change it? Mm.
0: When you might be overthinking a movie like Bill and Ted just a little bit. Yeah, but no, you're watching the original timeline. You're watching the prime timeline, prime that all of humanity from henceforth emanates is 1988's Indomus, California, and. God help football. us all. <laughs> These two morons. I actually saw Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey before I saw Excellent oh, really? Adventure. Okay. The darker of the two, which is actually my favorite. I mean, it's kind of stupid, but it's scientifically impossible to hate. Absolutely. Well, they make <laughs> they make the theory of time travel so easy to kind of think about. It's like, well, we're just we're just gonna we're gonna win, so we'll we'll set this up. And then we'll just go over here right now, and there's the Deus ex uh, Deus ex Machina. You know, I already don't want to talk about my number four entry then, which is uh, the 2003 uh, H. D. Wells Time Machine, the Time Machine movie. It's been a while since I. Th- I remember enjoying that. It's a great
1: movie. Yeah, that's but it's not. It's no, Pierce, right? it's no Bill
0: and Ted. It's no Bill and Ted.
1: I mean, I remember kind of after seeing, I think uh, time after time, I specifically remember seeing later, like the old school 1960
0: time machine, time machine. Yeah. yeah it it's very much that um that industrial revolution sort of that jack the ripper era yeah um the, anything kind of anything is possible This sort of quasi steampunk mm-hmm. um time machine the you don't travel through time you sit in the time machine and it creates a, a bubble f- around field you. around yeah. you, and time travels around you um, And I love that they just go so absurdly far into the future in this version, and they they may in the original.
1: In the original, they do too. It's like eight hundred thousand years. Yeah, you know, and like, it's
0: this weird Wookiee culture, and yeah. then Jeremy Irons is the weird sort of. Oh, you know, it's
1: been a while, since I didn't realize Jeremy Irons the, was in
0: it. He's the leader of the the underground goth shadow. The completely, they're not even pale. They're like they're they're stark white because they don't the moon is crashed into something and the moon is, I remember is like the moon is so crazy close to the earth in this version. that it creates this weird, the, the Wookiee ape man sort of earth has been around so long that it's almost, almost back to primordial. Right. Okay. And then, but there's also these weird, super intelligent, ultra white people. And led by Jeremy Irons. led by Jeremy Irons. There you go. That's man, my number that's been four ever since I've seen that. The uh, yeah. two thousand I don't remember the name of the lead uh, guy. I remember jeremy irons in it but i the, remember guy pierce that's all i remember guy pierce okay yeah um the 03 version of the time machine that's my number four
1: um number three for me um really does not have to do with a machine in and of itself but i chose frequency with dennis quaid and uh jim caviezel and mm-hmm. it's time travel doesn't necessarily take place but there's quite the involvement of time altering and it's where he's communicating with his father on the ham radio that's 30 years in the past. Gotcha. And so it's been a favorite of mine for many years and it's the only logical representation of how I believe your mind would readjust to a timeline after it was altered in the past. And I've always just thought that that was one of my favorite concepts for involving time without a machine in and of itself. It just has to do with like, the Northern Lights or the Aurora Borealis mm-hmm. or whatever that's hitting at that time of the summer of like 69 and the summer of 99.
0: There's a great show on Netflix right now. There's two I seasons. still haven't watched it. It's but called, I, I it's called it Travelers. Yeah. You've um, told me about it before. And it's I think very much to... on par with sort of on par with that sort of thinking. It's not a ham radio at this point in, in time. It's, a, it's the Internet, but but it's a very good show. Again, Travelers, Netflix. Check that out. That was your number three, correct? Yes. My number three we already talked about was Bill and Ted, the original Bill and Ted. Yeah. Number two, Nathan. What's your number two? <laughs> um, I picked Looper. Not seen Looper. Oh, my God. Uh, I've heard such good things. Uh,
1: it, it revolves around cri- uh, criminal syndicate using contracted killers called Loopers to kill victims sent through time travel. Ah, yes. Yeah. There's another movie that's
0: similar to that, and I don't remember where I heard about this recently.
1: Yeah, like time travel is is outlawed, and so what they do is they send them back like 30 years, and then they're given X amount of money. Oh, time cop. It's basically time cop. Well, Um, but much, much better.
0: Depending on who you talk to, yes. (laughs) Without the splits. Which brings me to my number two movie. Is Time Cop? Planet of the Apes. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about that one. <laughs> the original 68 version. Yeah, I was thinking about that one. I, I love the Marky Mark version as well, but uh, the 68 version is great because you don't have any idea it's a time travel movie right up until the end. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a uh, Shyamalan-esque twist.
1: Um, that you realize that he's planning himself back on the planet and it's who knows how much Farther into the future, and there's
0: a number. It's like I, someone said, or I read somewhere, someone wrote it was like eight thousand years or eighty thousand years.
1: Now I'm sure that uh whoever it is that owns the rights now, I don't think it's 20th Century Fox or whatever. Well, now it's I Disney. Think it's now Disney, I'm sure they'll bleed that one until it dies, and then that's what they did. With and then the they original. resurrect it. But um as a trilogy, it works really well.
0: Mm. Okay. So Planet of the Apes, the uh, the original Charlton Heston, it's great. Uh, Rod Serling, um, I forget the name of the actual French author, but Rod Serling helped develop it. Uh, and that is my that is my number two entry into the pick six time travel pack. Well, I'm curious what your number one is. I know what yours is going to be because it's going to be the same as mine. Uh, are we going to say it at the same time? Back, Back to, to the, the future.
1: future. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke <laughs> or a beer. Uh yeah, I'm sorry. It's, I can't not.
0: It's a perfect movie. It it in, in every this is a movie. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. It's refreshingly original. Yeah. And the science Even behind now, it is, I, is 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 it's, it's enough. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What, what Plus, the hell do I know yeah. about physics and, and all that shit, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's like
1: top 20 25 like when I group like all of my movies like these are the ones that if I had to, I couldn't live without. Back to the Future's on there. Yeah, it's a great comedy. It's a great time travel movie.
0: It's it got good adventure. You know, I, I say mean, this. I mean, when I when I talk about movies, and again, I'm no expert. I I like what I like, and I know what I know. And both or all three are limited to me. But just as just as filmmaking and storytelling, it's almost like a personal choice. That bit at the end when. He's about to go back to 1985. They figured everything out and all he's right. got to do is put that coat hanger in the where Mr. Fusion's going to go. And you, I defy you to tell me you don't still at some point realize that you've tensed up at least the muscles in your shoulders, oh, yeah. if not or every muscle in your body. Trying when to get he's... the car started. And, and he does get... that wincing, yeah. that, that bit yeah. right as he hits and the hook. wondering on the... if it's not going to work this time. Did it work? As yeah.
1: dumb as. And
0: fucking course yeah. it worked, man. It works every time. Every time. I've seen this movie every 35 time.
1: times. Every time it works. <laughs> but I
0: always think it's not going to work. Not gonna, and not what would work. happen, you know? Again, through the magic of time travel, welcome to the end of the time travel pick six. Nathan and I will be back next week with another one, and it will be amazing, or not,
1: depending on what you like.
0: (laughs) We'll see you then. (laughs)